becoming indistractable. I'm Julian, your host, and I want to redefine my relationship to technology. I want to become less distracted and more intentional. That's why I started this new series of episodes following the journey of my 30-day experiment, Becoming Indistractable. That means for the next four episodes, Carolina is going to guide the discussion around the intention and later the progress of this experiment with me. If you've ever struggled with mindless technology use, this episode is right for you and possibly the experiment as well. So without further ado, let's jump into the recording with a wonderful intro from her. Hello, fellow listeners. Today, we're in week three of Julian's challenge. He's thriving through this challenge and he discovered some new exciting things this week. And he, he's, he's, he's keen on sharing everything. And I personally also discovered some things not related to particularly technology addiction, but yeah, addiction, addiction in general. Not, I am curious. Yes. <laughs> I actually also don't know. So yes. Well, do I? You do. You do. But without further ado, let's get started. Julian, what are your metrics? Like without saying hi or anything, like what are your metrics? We just what are my see, metrics? We just want to see the numbers. Okay, okay, okay. It went up. First off, it went up from last week. I think it was super low of like almost four below four hours on the iPhone 5S, so the super dumb phone kind of that where no apps is, apps are on. And now it went up to almost six hours. But mainly because I was reading more and left the screen on, on the meditating app longer. <laughs> so that that's honestly the, the biggest thing that that changed. Um and yeah, I was reading then for like three hours and meditating for a lot more. But I also gave myself a little bit more slack. I think that's also changed from the week before. That I th I think before was just I said it, I wanted to use technology intentionally, but I think I just tried to eradicate it completely out of my life. And so now I was like, okay, I, I don't really want to do it completely as extreme as I did it before. So I'll indulge in some YouTube again, because I think the two weeks before I didn't do that at all. And so had some schedule time where I wanted to do those things. So it's still very important to be intentional about it. Um, yeah, I think that was one of the biggest things that, that changed from the week before that I intentionally did some of the addictive behaviors or the, the things that I, I before doomed as bad. Mm. Doomed. I doomed, sad, deemed. felt, deemed, <laughs> deemed as bad. Uh, yeah, and additionally, I had one WhatsApp call that I needed to go through the phone because the computer WhatsApp didn't really work. <laughs> I love like, how, that's how all. this is like... That's all. Please don't judge. Please um. don't judge. <laughs> I, I have about, what is it, like 50 minutes in total on, on the iPhone 8. Um, one time was recording a video for you, and the other one was the WhatsApp call, and I think checking the banking app for a thing that's that's all what i need this phone in last week for 
That's he, crazy. What he said for you, it meant for me. What? Not for everybody. Recording the video for me. Yes. For you. Never mind. Just wanted to clarify. Yes, and for everybody. No, it I, was for I, you. I love <laughs> how candid you are about your whole routine. So everybody gets almost like to, to live with you. In <laughs> yeah, one, they get to know everything. Yeah, through a week. Well, I meditate for five hours. <laughs> no, or maybe three hours, and then I read for about two. And then yeah, they know everything. Get, it's pretty yeah, raw. Just showing your phone underwear, and <laughs> yes, <laughs> but that, Beautiful. That's, I think it's helpful to illustrate. Yeah, I think um, it's that's that's the main idea to really share what exactly it looks like for me i feel like that's that's the most honest and maybe also helpful way to see also okay there are some instances where i needed to use this phone so couldn't completely eradicate it from my life even though sometimes it felt like i, I need to do this yeah and so it's yeah it's useful and i think now the biggest learning is I'll, i feel like i can now more intentionally use it just like Oh, I see how much I actually needed. Mm -hmm. And most of the other things were just um, in between times of, oh, let me just pull up my phone because I'm bored on the toilet. It's like, whatever. <laughs> Th those were the times, I guess, that accumulated you throughout the day. And what I think now became, where, where I became a lot more aware of this week is I scheduled time or intentionally did, for example, an hour of YouTube. And I was like, well, that's fine. But I don't have those times where I'm just waking up, pulling up my phone. I don't have the times when we arrive, come back to the room after a walk, and I just pull up my phone. And those times in between where, where especially also feel those urges coming up. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, we just come in back into the room, lay in bed, and then it's like, oh, yeah, I should probably pull up my phone. That's not happening anymore. I feel the urge, though, that's happening more often. Yeah. Felt in those times when we had a break or right after food or I don't know, those, those instances mm -hmm. made me want to use um, social media just to scroll through, distract myself. And I think it's actually so valuable to not have that and feel bored. Yeah. You were also sick this week. So that was oh, extra yeah. boring. You didn't really manage not to work, like to fully be sick and stay there but um yeah you didn't completely lose yourself into the portal of technology yeah yeah how many openings of your phone did you have that's a very good question being relevant uh, uh, uh 75 notifications around 11 per day on my iphone 5s um and openings I don't know right now. Okay. But probably very, very few because I only use it when I really need it. And so I think that metric even is very interesting when you don't know what you use it for or how often you use it. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, every single time I use it, it's very intentional. Thank you. Uh, but if, if you want it, I can. Yes, please. Uh, last seven days. 16 per day. 16 per day. It's pretty much similar to before. I think it was like 15 or 11 or something like that. Okay. 
So now the initial hype is over and then you are allowing yourself to be more loose with it. Um, I think now, I think this week is about finding the balance between cutting yourself some slack and still remaining like this. And um, what, what are the learnings of week three? Yeah, um, I think one of the biggest one is that that uh, not using the phone in those in between moments is very crucial to stay relatively present and to not be drifted all the time in social media and get the next next thing to pop up, but actually thinking about what just happened in the last hour mm-hmm. that happened before. And I think I find this very useful. It's very calming and because. I think when you immediately put up new content, news or social media, whatever it's on your phone, then it increases again anxiety arousal levels. And so your body cannot go to rest. And coming back from a walk or having dinner or whatever, then going just through the through through that situation in my mind again, it's like, ah, oh, okay, yeah, that happened. It's a cool memory. Okay. Let's continue now with whatever we want to continue then. Uh, rather than bombarding my brain again with new information mm. i think that's actually quite important and so maybe the total amount or the pickups don't matter that much it's a nice indicator mm-hmm. but don't matter that much rather than am i using it again intentional or is it just in between the times that i'm bored or that nothing's happening right now yeah. that i'm just pulling on my phone yeah i notice um the moments that I pull my phone and it's like this baby pacifier <laughs> like the thing that they give the baby so they suck on it and then they <laughs> stop crying um, and uh, I have a lot of dirty jokes coming up in my head but I'll continue speaking like a normal person and uh, when the moments that I, I get the phone pacifier is when I am um, anxious like this week for example I had a lot of um, deadlines coming up that were highly important to me and I was freaking out and sometimes I was freaking out to an extent that I needed to zone out and that's when I took refuge in my phone so it was it was actually uh, fulfilling a function that I, I, I don't know if I noticed before but it's like when I, when I have really intense emotions, it's just like toning them up. Like for sure, I noticed it in nightmares. Like when I wake up in the middle of the night, there's nothing better than Instagram just to calm myself down and forget about the monster that almost ate my leg or something. And um, that's, that's something that I noticed in the past recurring, but also it happened during the day. Um, so that's an interesting finding. And uh, like what what nurse roles the, the phone has with you. <laughs> like, is it, is it the entertainer? Is it the, the pacifier? Is it the, the doctor? We all look up our sicknesses there, <laughs> partly. But, um, but yeah, just thinking about that. And, and this week I noticed it really strong. And then I had to, I had a bit of momentum, like because I did it for two days in a row that I was very anxious and I was like, <laughs> Uh, taking refuge in my phone and then I had momentum so like the third day I wasn't so stressed but I still did it like I still check my phone 
just the randomness. I was like, nah, maybe let's not engage so much with it. So yesterday, was it yesterday that we set the intentions? No, the other night. And I was like, okay, I'm limiting my use of the phone as well. 15 minutes of Instagram tops per day, mm-hmm. which is pretty generous. Like, I think the first day I used 15, the second day I five. <laughs> so it's not, oh. even, um, it's not even necessary. But just, I guess, not letting that momentum catch up and stay too long around. You know what I find cool? No. That I started like super, out super nerdy with all the stats and also with this experiment. And you were like, I'll see. And now you're like cutting down on Instagram for like 15 minutes a day, checking your your usage <laughs> and going almost all on all in with, with the experiment as well. well. To be fair, to be fair, I'm doing that with everything in my life. So it's uh, the phone usage is just, a layer of all the things. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Just a layer of all the things that I'm doing. But yes, yes, I'm more attentive, more conscious. But for me, it was also exactly what you said. Like before I even started the experiment, the initial thing was for me when I was sick and just wanted to escape that I was feeling sick. And it just completely worked. <laughs> also now during this week when I was, was feeling sick again, I had the, the, what is it, the scheduled YouTube hour. It was great. I forgot. I watched awesome content and then I just completely forgot that I couldn't breathe and had to sneeze sneeze every five minutes. And that was great that I forgot it. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was a nice tool for that to get over the the climax of the, I'm feeling sick. Yeah. If it's conscious, (laughs) that's the thing. That we we need to bring that consciousness in because otherwise it's just this mindless scrolling and it catches momentum. Like if we just let it, no. Um, should I talk about my experience? What I found is my refuge. Yes, please. <laughs> it's completely unrelated to well, not completely. No, it's. I think it's important to see this is like one part seeing like oh some people use technology social media to distract to uh, fee make themselves feel better mm-hmm. but there are a bunch of other tools a bunch of other addictions literally that uh, help you with that yes and for me is food because i never had a problem with my weight or anything i i wouldn't think that i had food addiction or like uh, I took refuge in food but now paying more attention to my diet (laughs) I just realized how much whenever I'm feeling down I just need a piece of chocolate or how much I need that apple pie in the afternoon to I don't know get like the sugar pumping um and now that we are um well at least I am going into the jungle the Amazon jungle to to hang out with a tribe and uh, do a couple of rituals there and to to get there i need to purify everything in my life so then when i get there i'm as clean as possible i started watching all my hab- habits like what what do i do that could be better and with food it's crazy how much i appreciate it and how much 
I, I like it, it, it nurses me. <laughs> it nurses me into feeling better every time. It's like I just have a piece of cake or uh, I don't know something delicious, and then I instantly feel better because of I guess serotonin. I don't know which hormone is released, but that's my serotonin um, source and <laughs> dealer. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what I discovered this week, and we have to cut down on salt and sugar. So like cutting down on other things like alcohol, coffee and drugs, it's like meat. okay, whatever. <laughs> meat even. Whatever. I already don't do those things. But sugar is my friend and I love it. Uh I already like from a couple of years ago till now, I already cut down quite a bit. But it's still like removing it completely are you crazy so yeah i'm just experimenting with my my levels of of just like tolerance and how can i still be happy and not have sugar and not have the joy of food which is relative because we're learning to appreciate the food in a more pure state that's also nice um but yeah yeah, that was that, that's the thing. Not having my phone, restricting myself with the phone, meditating more, journaling more, and uh, writing down my dreams and like doing all the things that I disgust myself of how <laughs> how clean and uh, just like uh, out of the manual of, of mental health my my routine is. But um, but yeah, it is so far it's working. It's it's been a couple of days only, so let's not sing victory yet and uh, yeah so food i guess is my phone but it's it's really interesting to like see where we seek comfort because i think most of the things is really about comforting ourselves and making ourselves feel better that's quite often the the sort of drive seeking seeking comfort or getting out of discomfort through an external say. source. Through an external source, yeah. And it can be food, it can be technology, it can be a million other um, drugs that we use, that a lot of people obviously use. But I think, I, th- I guess also, um, like Gabor Mate says, most of the people just want to uh, not feel those feelings anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Gabor Mate is a nice, really awesome a therapist who is really into the field of addiction and one of his key findings is everybody just wants to get out of discomfort mm-hmm. and some do it through substances some do it through technology and some do it through food yeah. and i think that's that's really good to be aware of that because some might be really good with their technology use and they're like oh i don't need to do anything because i i barely use my phone or computer but yeah they indulge in food or other drugs <laughs> So yeah. it's it's really interesting to have then the full scope rather than just seeing oh just one thing. Yeah, and finding what's the sweet spot for each thing because too much of anything is bad. And uh, like if if you're gonna have a nurse <laughs> in your life, use it with with <clears throat> caution or use it with mind mindfulness. Like in my case, food. Yes, I love it. I have to eat it. Like, there's no choice. <laughs> it has to be there. But 
do I use it as like this thing to fill me up so then like the, the feeling of being a fool substitutes the feeling of being anxious or do I use it as this nurturing thing like and have a good relationship with it um, and in your case with technology it's the same do I use it as a way to connect with the world and to read and to meditate or do I use it as a way to abstract myself from the world and just zone out for hours and um, yeah I think I think that's a, a deep layer that that's coming up yeah just it started out with yeah just be more intentional with it just as a word just sounds nice yeah intentional is, is great but now it becomes so much more obvious that it's really about this intentionality whether you you use it for getting out of the discomfort or you actually want to use the food to connect with your body, know what you bring into it and feel healthy. Do I want to connect with people, use it, um, use technology for, for work, for reading, for education, or just for getting out of discomfort? And just knowing that is, I think, very, very useful. And now I can a lot more consciously decide how I want to use it just by being aware of it. Yeah. And this is, I don't know, now it changes already. Um, I, I'm still writing everything down when I want to be intentional with technology, when I want to use it. But it's just already automatic in my mind that before I open the computer, it's like, what do you want to use it for now? Is that intentional? Or is it just getting out of discomfort? Are you bored? It's like, oh, fuck, I'm bored again. All right, all right, let's wait a couple of minutes and see what comes up. Is there anything I actually want to do on the computer or the phone? Or do I just want to relax? And the getting out of this comfort is so human, it hurts. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> like, it, like the most basic human drive. But like, you, if you think of the world, the products that are in the world, like, they are solving a problem. What, what discomfort should I alleviate for you? <laughs> and, exactly. Um, yeah, it's like there's no escaping. So I think it's finding a way, like finding our ways to cope with discomfort and just seeing if, if, if it's healthy, if we could use some adjustment. And if we're experiencing too much discomfort, what can we do to, to ease our existence? Yeah. <laughs> To, to make it more, in general, more, more flowy or at least happier, neutral. But also some discomfort is completely fine. But you will, you're bound yeah. to have some discomfort. Because, and, yeah. And I feel now the skills that I'm learning with this experiment are not going to be just staying with this experiment, but I'm learning a lot more of how I usually deal with discomfort of how I escape it easily through technology, just because it's the most readily accessible for me and it works. But I think I'm becoming a lot more aware of when I feel discomfort, uh, how I would like to get out of it and finding now, finding new ways of dealing with it, just staying in it, doing uh, like reading, journaling about it, all these, again, super mental health advises that actually do work <laughs> but it's it's really really useful to get not just the deeper level of oh how I, how do i use technology but 
how do I deal with discomfort as a human being? Yeah. Yeah, that's way deeper, way broader, and it has more um, applicable uses through different categories. Um, When you were talking now about all the strategies, I just remember that yesterday I wanted cake so bad. Honestly, I wanted cake so bad. And I was like, "Ah, I just had the... I had I was really good at dinner. I just had this salad with veggies and um it had yeah just it was super healthy <laughs> like steamed veggies. And afterwards I was like, "Ah, oh, I'm eating too healthy. <laughs> I need something. I need like a brownie, a bite, just a tiny bite." And then for we were walking back to the house and I don't know. Like it's it's a pretty far walk. It's like I'm, I'm a kilometer and a half or something. And I was for the first three, four, five blocks. I was just thinking of that cake. And we were step like going in front of a bakery and like oh, all my willpower and strength of will just going in front of. And eventually, I thought about the cake so much that I felt like I ate it. <laughs> that was the funniest thing ever. It was, I was convinced in my, in my body, in my mind, that I had eaten the cake. And he was like, what? I, I didn't eat it, right? <laughs> At least I don't remember. Did I go into a, a, a rampage <laughs> in a completely unconscious state? Or did I just convince myself that I ate it because I was thinking about it so much and then my body couldn't distinguish if I actually ate it or not. So that's what made the craving obviously psychological. Like my body can live without it. If I just think and just convince my body, oh, I ate it, don't worry, I I just had that. Um, My body will believe me. (laughs) But uh, my mind is is the one that's like, ah, let's have something sweet. We just had some food and they just had very healthy food. You're allowed. Yeah, so, I don't know why so, it sounds like yeah. <laughs> coming from the underworld, but... Um, but now you get something healthy, so you should eat something unhealthy now. Wh- like, what's, is, that what's reasoning? What's the logic? What the fuck? <laughs> Who came up with those things? Yes. But, well, that's my brain. I don't know. Um, initially, I didn't program it. I'm just dealing with the glitches. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyhow... That's that's what happened yesterday. That was very funny. That's how I realized my craving is absolutely 100% psychological. How are you going to deal with it now? The future? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I have no clue. Okay. I have no Let's idea see. what I'm doing. <laughs> we'll see. We're all just trying, experimenting new things. Um, and I think like one last thing I, I did wanted to share from, from my week was that in the more time that I have now, in this week, I got the feeling, the urge to create something again. What I was talking about last week, um, that I had the feeling, okay, now now what? Now I'm hanging out for like three hours and now here and don't know what to do. And then sort of thoughts came up of what I could do instead. And then I was like, oh, wait. Let's do something for the coaching business now. Let's create a course. Let's do this and this and that. And I did start doing it. 
instead of procrastinating about it, it felt just like the natural thing I wanted to do. There was there was not a feeling of, oh, that's an extra burden. It was just the enjoyment of creating something. And I think before, it most of the time felt, oh, now I need to do an additional thing to work on the business or to work on this or to create something that, like that for a friend. It's like, no, no, no. You don't have anything to do right now and you want to do it. And that that was actually quite a surprising feeling. I kind of hoped for it, but in a way it was still surprising that it was literally like, oh, I want to do this now. I feel excited about it. And that was that was great. <laughs> and I guess I hope to get more of that because that makes me feel good when I create something rather than just consume. Um, yeah, and I hope that with the reduction of those liminal times where in between times where I just take my phone, I think that really lowers the level of awareness that I have um, combined with just the bunch of more free time that I have is great for creating new things. I love it. So stay tuned if you want to hear about Julia's new course. I think... <laughs> It was it was growing and it was since you birthed the, the idea of the course. Um, should, should we should we spoiler what the course? Just a teaser. Just a teaser. The, well, it's related to this experiment. So, first of all, going through the experience, what it is to be four weeks without you unintentional use of technology, and then from that distilling the biggest learnings and then adding more things because i'm guessing that you will continue doing this so then you will learn how to fine-tune the course even more so um, i think that this week was awesome in in that sense that the it started making sense before Mm -hmm. it was like okay this is my personal struggle this is what i go with like go used to go through and than just having this very pure intention of being better, of personal development. Yeah. And from there, with enough time, so nurturing it and really navigating it, eventually a, a seed sprouted and it was the, the course. <laughs> and and that's, very, yeah. that's very exciting because it's a topic that I can see that you're super excited about. And since the beginning, I very openly said like, oh, I'm bored, but like it's, I'm not your target (laughs) because I don't care about my use of technology too much. But you, you kept on being so excited that it was like eventually I even started (laughs) the technology thing. So if it worked on me, I'm pretty sure that somebody that that could use it would find it very useful. So, So yeah, and I also see how the depth that we're going into, it's, it's helpful to, Come up with tools to bring up things to the surface that are helpful, not just for the use of technology, as we were saying, because in my case, it's food. And in some other people's cases, it's exercise and they just go for a run and then they avoid their problems. And um, even though it's okay, it's socially accepted and everybody does it, that's not a justification because we need to first be okay with discomfort and then lean into it and see what it has to tell us. Like what's, what's bringing to the surface this discomfort? Is there something in our lives that we need to change? Is there um, any, any patterns that we're repeating that just keeps, keep us stuck? So, so 
So yeah, it's way deeper than just the technology as we uncovered in this podcast. Yeah, and as you mentioned, I do. I am really excited about it. Um, it's just going through experience right now makes me realize how much it really influences me. It makes me realize how much of a burden it was the years before, and I I didn't figure out how to do it. That's why when I can really figure out how to do it, how to live with it the best way, I just want to find the best way to help others with it too, because it has been so much on my mind. I remember still like workshops, th workshops three, four years ago where I came up with this problem and I couldn't figure it out. And so if I can create a cause that is helping really substantially other people to deal with it too, how amazing would that be? <laughs> I don't know. For me, that's, that's so exciting. And to really like go really deep and not just surface level of just put your phone away in, in the bathroom and what you can read in any blog, but actually going deep. And I see it more as an entry because right now what's happening through it to me is I just live a lot more intentional rather than just around technology, but around where, how I want to spend my, uh, my time, my attention, my focus on, on the job or personal life, social life. It's, it's the entry door of living more intentional for me. And I think that's very exciting. If that's a possibility for other people too, that would be great. Yeah. And it's very cute to turn something that it's your personal struggle into something that helps. On, on cute just story. completely eradicated the power it's from the... <laughs> <laughs> really powerful when you go through something you emerge on the other side i think we're, we're we might be singing victory way too before way too before that's beautiful english <laughs> way too soon that's the proper way and uh, we need to see this experiment through and see how long like this this holds and if you can if you can stay sustain it you can that's sustain it even the after important. the hype yeah like the the first week hype passed <laughs> the second week hype passed the third week that's where we are and uh yeah if if you can sustain it and really create something from this then it's alchemizing this inner struggle to towards service even it was to, building up so i can finally solve it <laughs> finally <laughs> and release the discomfort of others <laughs> it's like oh yeah yes. <laughs> exactly yes put them some some dutch words yeah no, it's a spanish oh sure. as well it's a spanish dutch german right yeah as well yeah basically awesome genius yeah it's a very positive word yeah so yeah um i think that almost summarizes the whole thing in, in week three what you just said genial <laughs> it for me it's still a super awesome experiment i love it and it's helping me so much to focus on things i do enjoy with technologies even putting some time to search for apps that i want to incorporate as well that's for me it's fun and i put down some time it's like oh 
yes, I can do those fun things there, but I don't do it just in between of cooking or just in between of, oh, I just had another call, have a coaching call in five minutes again. And in between, I switch up this thing because my phone is just on. And I think putting that really intentional, again, is so useful, so nice. And I just really do the things I want. Solid. Do you have anything else? Well, just my advice to everybody is to find what's your pacifier and just nothing. Just find it. For now, just become aware of it. To get to know yourself a little bit, a little better, a little better. So, yeah, I think for me, it was very helpful. And for you? Obviously, as I'm just shouting to the mic all the time how great it is how good i feel that i've i'm i'm seeing the the light at the end of the tunnel to to conquer this to to, to finally conquer this this struggle that i have for so many years yeah so stay tuned for the next week where i finally reveal something new maybe (laughs) i don't know well there's always something new so so we'll see you then yeah, we don't even know. It's a surprise for us, too. Exactly. That's the fun part. Thank you for joining me again, and... See you around. <laughs> See you around. <laughs> ciao, ciao. Bye-bye.